Hey lovely freaks and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And if you're new here, hello, <clears throat> welcome. If you like things strange and unusual and true crime, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. You can also um, head on down to our description box and you will see a link that takes you to our social media, Instagram, Facebook, all and that all jazz. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you said it on while I was saying it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so anywho, today is St. Patrick's Day, so it won't be St. Patrick's Day for you guys, but it is for us, yes. so happy St. Patty's Day. If you had St. Patty's Day, we're, we have, we usually have a, um, of course this year they're not going to have the parade, but also yeah. it's like going to storm its ass off today, so that's going to be great. Yeah. We're supposed to have like super bad weather here in uh, good old Mississippi. So today... That's pretty much all. Well, we did um, officially hit 400, 400 downloads, 400 listeners. So exciting. So, yeah. It's there really are people exciting. listening in Ireland. Hello, Ireland people. Ireland. Uh, what was it? Philippines. Um, France. France. Yeah. UK. All that good stuff. And today we're actually going to have talk about a case that comes out of England. Comes out of our from our across fellow people pond. across the pond i said pan pan across, across the, the pond. so this is england's most notorious serial killers and i say killers because these murders that these <clears throat> the couple committed it was a couple it was a man and a woman man and a woman i was about to ask yes. that <clears throat> and the it took place at the infamous 25 cromwell street so obviously people from england will understand that that's like a really significant um, yeah, address. I've heard about yeah. that. <clears throat> so, we're going to dive right in. And, yeah, so let, this is about Fred and Rosemary West. Um, we're just going to kind of dive right into Fred. <clears throat> he's one of the main people. You, you know, he's the husband, so. Yeah. He didn't, he, I'm So they to, were married? Yeah. Okay. And he's not, like... In no way, shape, or form am I saying that she was, like, an abused spouse that was made to do these things. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, I'm, I am going to warn you right off the bat, throughout this entire thing, we will be talking about rape, uh, incest, bestiality, yeah. dismemberment. I mean, it's got it all. Um, and even child rape. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it's just a lot of... Uh, Nasty fucked stuff. up shit. Yeah. yeah, let's just put it that way. Like it's it's pretty intense. So Fred, his early life, um, he had a pretty rough. He did not have a good life, and <clears throat> I will say that he's definitely a product of his environment. He was born September 29th, nineteen forty one. There goes another September baby. See, mm-hmm. I told you. And she was born. Uh, Rosemary was born September in November. Here. Virgo, right? Yeah. Well, is I don't early think or late? Late. Late. Okay, so probably whatever uh, late September is. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> but anyways, um, his father, Walter, was a farmer. And they lived in like a rural area, farmland kind of thing. And they were pretty poor. His mother's name was Daisy. And as much at... Huh? I said that's pretty Yeah, she was much younger than the dad when they got married. She was mm-hmm. like 16. But I mean, that was kind of normal back then. It's not like that was a big deal or whatever. But she was younger um, 
Fred was only, he was one of six kids. So they had six kids in this family. And from the time he was like little, we're talking like five years old, basically, he was taught that you can do whatever you want in life by his dad. His dad taught him this. You can do whatever you want in life as long as you didn't get caught. That was the motto of the family. Great motto. Great. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> he would also see his dad engage in bestiality with the pigs um, and farm animals. Yeah. Damn. On the farm. And he would also later engage in this as well, like later on in his life. His dad would rape Fred's sister, and later Mm -hmm. Fred and his brother would do the same thing. So a lot of incest going on, and it was kind of normal. It was like a normal thing in this family. I would hate to be the sister because after he did the pigs and everything, that's disgusting. Yeah, Yeah. and I think at that after a while, it just kind of became like a normal thing. Yeah. Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. Because there wasn't any, like, awkwardness or anything like that. They were just like, okay, this is what we do. Yeah, because at age 12, Fred's mom started coming into his room and engaging in sexual relations with him. And he actually says later on that this was the person he lost his virginity to. This family was indeed fucked up. He He grew up seeing incest and rape as normal. He only went to school until he was 15, and he didn't really do good in school either. Like, he didn't hardly ever go to school, and when he did, he just didn't really do that great. Um, Fred loved and, like, idolized his dad, which we know that his parents, you know, were crazy. So, he, to me, that kind of, it was just a normal thing. Like, could you imagine growing up and being like... That's all you've ever known. Your dad's gonna fuck your brother, and it's, it's normal. Fine. Like it's, normal. it's just, yeah. it's just. I can like, understand why he thinks it's, it, he thinks it's <clears throat> normal. Yeah, because I mean, from age five, that was what he was and pretty plus, much taught. You know, him and his brothers and sisters. Where are they living? Like probably in the woods. They're. I, I don't. I don't really like the woods. Maybe no. They're on a farm. They're on a farm, but they are in a community. Okay. But it's just a really rural community. Okay. So I mean, like not very many people. You know, in this. In this town. <laughs> Sorry, my cat yeah. is enjoying the uh, curtains, curtains over there. It's funny. Okay, so anywho, um, let me get to where I am. So, okay, later on, he suffered a severe head injury, um, kind of at an early age. He crashed his motorcycle, and he spent a week in a coma, and he actually like hit his head, and he injured. Um, his frontal lobe. Always the head. Injury of the head. Always the frontal lobe. So the frontal lobe, if you guys don't know, is the part of the brain that gives you the ability to basically have a conscience, like decide between right and wrong. Um, A lot of serial killers are either missing their frontal frontal lobe or they've had like a severe brain injury. And this wasn't the only time he had done this. He had also damaged it another time. Um, He... Which I'm not saying if you have a frontal lobe injury, you're going to be yeah, a serial no. killer. We're just saying we're that just it's saying weird. It's like a coincidence. <clears throat> coincidence, yeah. I think like uh, um, Gacy and maybe uh, not Dahmer, but um, yeah, Dahmer. I was a Dahmer. Okay, yeah, I couldn't got, remember who it he was. Got injured. <clears throat> a head injury. So, I don't know if it was the frontal lobe or not, but I remember lobe. it was a head injury. So at age 19, he was thrown out of his little, like, community town area or whatever because he had actually gotten a 13-year-old girl pregnant. When asked why he did it, his response was, doesn't everyone do it? Obviously, goes back to he thinks it's normal. 
that's how, but his parents, so, <laughs> guess what his parents did? What? They disowned him for this. That's right. fucking serious? They disowned him because it was only acceptable to have sex within your family uh, and not outside uh, of your family. Yeah. Wow. Pretty stupid. crazy. Um, that's stupid crazy. So after this, he relocated to a different location, and he actually moved in with his older girlfriend, um, like that he had dated before, Catherine Costello. She was actually a prostitute. They married and moved to Lanchester. <clears throat> or Lancher. Lancher? Not Lanchester. Sorry, madam. She was actually five months pregnant whenever they... Um, Got together. got together. So, and he was fine with it. You know, he's like, I'll just raise the baby as my own or whatever. And she was actually pregnant by a, um, not African-American man, but like an Indian man. Oh. Because <clears throat> the baby came out like darker. Yeah. And, um, he actually was upset about, like, he wasn't upset about it, but he knew his parents were going to be upset about it. So, for some reason, I don't know why, because I thought they disowned him, but whatever. Yeah, he said he said that he claims that he wrote his parents and said that the baby actually didn't make it and they ended up adopting a Indian, Indian. baby. I don't know. It was weird. weird. Yeah. But you'll find I mean, a lot of the stuff that he says in like interviews and stuff, he also lies a lot. So um okay. you know, who knows if that was true. I don't know why it would matter if your parents disowned you, but whatever. Uh, the girl's name, that the the daughter that they had, was Charmaine. And they also had another daughter that they named Anne-Marie. <clears throat> so, in Lanshire, he worked as an ice cream truck worker. Yep, that's right. Yeah, He's the ice cream man. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Um, while doing this job, though, he actually ran over and killed a four-year-old boy with his van in 1964. Now, it was ruled as an accident, uh, so we don't sure. know. Yeah. But that's we don't a know. big coincidence if you're already a serial killer. Yeah. Like, we don't know if he actually did do this or not. During this time, also, um, there was a lot of girls going missing and stuff like that. Mm. Not little girls, but like teenage girls. Teenage girls yeah. So, yeah, he never got accused of those murders, but they were they were just missing girls. After this, however, he kind of wanted to like move and get away from it. So, he moved his family to Gloucester. I believe I said that. I believe I said that right. There's a lot of, you know, English, British names yeah, in British this. Names. So, if I get them wrong, sorry about it. He got a job at a slaughterhouse. Great job for him. And this would also, like, come into play after, like, later on when he starts committing these murders. Mm -hmm. you, you'll see why that kind of comes into play. His sex life had become pretty intense at this point with Catherine. He was into, like, BDSM and stuff like that, but he was taking it too far. He also was wanting sex, like, constantly, all the time. And she also, still being a prostitute, kind of, like was tired I guess I yeah. don't know so her and the nanny they had a nanny which I thought was odd I didn't know they made that much but whatever her and the nanny they left and moved to Scotland however they left the children behind they left Charmaine and Anne-Marie <clears throat> they also left behind a 16 year old friend of Catherine's named Anne Mc McFall so Anne McFall started taking care of the kids and she ended up as Fred's girlfriend there's a lot of people in this Try yeah. to keep up. 
later. Wait, hang on. She ran away with the nanny? Her and the nanny just like left. Oh. I don't know if there was a sexual relationship or if there was actually a sexual relationship with the nanny and Catherine and Fred. But whatever. So there was a friend living in the house and McFall. Yeah. And after the mom left Catherine and the nanny, McFall kind of took over as the mom. Okay. Yeah. Um, later. Sorry. So later, um, Catherine decided to go to the police and she told them that Fred was not fit to raise children because he was like a pervert and all this other stuff. I'm not sure why they didn't investigate this more and they also didn't investigate I, I don't know. I guess since she was a prostitute, maybe they just kind of swept it under the rug. You know how yeah. that is here in America. That's how they deal with sex workers and prostitutes. So, I wouldn't doubt them just kind of sweeping this under the rug as well. Um, however, in late 1966, Fred got Anne, his new girlfriend, pregnant. She wanted him to get a divorce from his wife, Catherine, and kept like pressuring him to get a divorce and all this other stuff. And for some reason, he didn't want to. So, this made him, like, super angry. And one day, he decided to just kill her. So, he killed her and the eight months... She was eight months pregnant. <clears throat> so, he cut... Uh, full disclaimers, it's going to get rough. He cut off her head, removed her fingers, toes, and kneecaps. He then also removed the eight-month-old baby from the womb and dismembered both the bodies. He buried them near... Um, like in a burial plot yeah. that he p- kind of picked out at the trailer park they were living at. So, unfortunately, she was not discovered until way later, like years later, when they finally um, arrested him for the other murders that he would commit with Rose, which we'll get to. So, sometime after this, his mother died, which kind of sent him on like a tailspin, like a downward spiral, and he decided to start stealing more. So, he was a thief, and he would, like, steal during the times that he was working or whatever. Yeah. But he decided to steal a lot more during this time. He also switched jobs and became a delivery man for some delivery company. I think it was a bread company or something like that. Um, this was when he met Rose West, or Letts. Rose Letts was her name before she got married to him. But So, let's so kind of this is going to be the... Woman, the woman. Okay, so now we'll kind of talk about Rose. Rose. Um, she was born November 29th, 1953. Her mother's name was also Daisy, which I thought was kind of weird. They have the same nom, their Their mom has the same same name, name. and they also kind of had similar childhood, which really sucks. While pregnant with Rose, her mother suffered from severe depression and underwent regular electroshock therapy treatments, which a lot of people think, like, messed up Rose mentally. She would, like, um, when she got to be, you know, like, three and four and five, she would, like, rock back and forth, you know, and she would, uh, just... Really? Yeah. I want to say that maybe she was... Yeah. I think she was, um... Autistic, but she um, never got. I mean, this was like a she long had time a ago. Bit of autism. Yeah, this was a long time ago, so she never got Testing. completely, you know, uh, yeah, tested Testing, for autism yeah. or anything like that. So, um, but her family also like kind of made fun of her. 
for this, for her, the fact that she was slow and they would call her slow. And they also gave her some nickname. I can't even remember. It was a, it was just a shitty nickname. Her father, Bill, was abusive. Um, he was in the Navy. And when he got out of the Navy, he just kind of had, like, severe problems. He was abusive and would beat her mom and the other kids. However, um, he would not beat Rose. He actually ended up sexually abusing her. And raping her pretty much her whole life. However, Rose was, she would become, like, okay with this. And it became kind of, like, the normal for her. Even to the point that when she did finally marry Fred later on, her dad would still come over and, like, have sexual relations with her. What? Yeah. So Always. she was just okay with this. Yeah, like, it, well, it became the norm. I mean, just like Fred but and his mom. Fred was, like, I'm sure oh, Fred, Fred was, cool was okay with it. With, oh, yeah. yeah, he was fine with it. Because later on, you'll see, like, they kind of start running their own prostitution ring, I yeah. guess you could say, out of their house. And the dad would come over and sleep with the daughter. And Fred was like, yeah, get in there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's 50. Yeah, get in there, son. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Um, wow. Yeah, a lot of sexual perversion in this episode that we're going to talk about. So, she... Was it at 15? That was when she met Fred. Um, and then she was kind of like forbidden to see him. Uh, this obviously didn't work because at 16, she ran away with him. And then that was when her father kind of, for some reason, her father kind of told her never to come back. Like, you're not allowed to see him. You're not allowed to be with him. But then he went over to their house later on and would engage in sex with her. I don't know. It was weird. Mm, okay. He was probably jealous or something. Uh, probably, yes. <laughs> Possessive. Yeah. Um, so she started taking care of Fred's kids. And at this point, Fred ended up in prison for theft. Um, he was in there for a couple of years. While in prison, Rose gave birth to their first child, Heather. A lot of people don't think that it's Fred's because the time doesn't line up very well you know yeah um so a lot of people think that that baby is actually her father's. father's yeah um she hated being a mother and she, every time she would have a kid because they ended up having seven kids and every time she mm -hmm. would have one she would just tell fred here take this one you know like yeah. i don't want it um so while in prison uh she kind of like Hold That's on. Dog. Okay. Sorry about that. We had to, I had to take care of my dog because Jesus, I'm pretty sure she saw a shadow and was freaking out about it. That's yeah. how dumb she is. <laughs> oh so Anyways, where was I? Uh, oh, while Fred was yeah. in prison. Okay. Fred was in prison. Yes. Um, With the babies she, and everything. Yeah. She was also, she didn't like Fred's other kids, Charmaine and Anne-Marie. And then, that was my foot. Oh. <laughs> and in the summer of 1971, during a fit of rage, which Anne-Marie says she was like constantly irritated easily, um, she killed eight-year-old Charmaine, the the daughter that was Fred yeah. and I get irritated, damn. <laughs> yeah. Kill something. So... You would think that Fred, this was not too long before he got out of prison. I mean, we're talking like a couple weeks and then he got out of prison. So you would think that he would be upset. 
So you would think that Fred would be like upset about upset, this, right? Yeah. That his daughter's dead. Um, he wasn't. However, he just removed, he dismembered her and buried her Whoa. beneath the floorboards um, of where, wherever they were living at the time. So yeah. he removed her fingers, toes, and kneecaps. And this is kind of something that he would do. Like this is yeah. kind of why would he? Why his is he MO. doing that? Uh, I don't know. And also later on, like you won't understand what he did with those body parts. Like no one knows. No one knows where the kneecaps and fingers and toes are of the, all these victims because we don't know what he did with them. He doesn't say. He doesn't say either. No. Nope. Maybe he ate them. I don't know. So, um, anywho. When her mother, Catherine, comes looking for her, Fred killed her and did the same thing with her body um, and buried her near where Anne McFall was, like, mm-hmm. near the tra- at the trailer park, near the burial, wherever he buried her. Um, for some reason, though, I got conflicting reports. I couldn't figure out if he removed uh, Charmaine and... Catherine's body and took it to the new house that they were going to or if he just left them there. Some people say that he moved the bodies to the final house which was 24th uh, 25th Cromwell Street but then some people said he didn't. I don't know. It was weird. So at this house on 25th Cromwell Street uh, the house was like super big and like I said eventually they would have seven kids Four of the kids were Fred's, but three of them were actually fathered by, like, kind of unknown men. Mm -hmm. Um, In her sex work, Rose, she was pretty prominent in the Indian and Jamaican type men that would come. And so, most of these uh, these three other kids were darker. So, that's how we know that they're not Fred's. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Rose was a prostitute, like I said, and... She would have men and women over to the house. Um, Fred was fine with this. Of course, he loved watching his wife and with different people. He actually built her her own room and called it Rose's room. The room was... Oh, romantic. Yeah, so sweet. The room was wired with sound and video, which police later found multiple videotapes of sexual encounters. And also, um, there was like peepholes in the wall where Fred could watch Mm. them, you know? Yeah. The basement would also become a torture chamber later on. The first time they had raped someone in the house was actually Fred's daughter, Anne-Marie. Um, sadly, Fred and Rose basically tied her, tied her up, um, you know, forced yeah. themselves on her. And after this, Anne, she was like in pain for several days. She was only eight. Just keep that in mind. Um... They actually kind of groomed their kids to, and we'll kind of talk about this later as well. They kind of groomed their kids in the way that their parents did. Yeah, I mean, like basically, it's okay. like it's Same, okay. okay. Um, the girls were kind of groomed into becoming prostitutes as well, so they could help make money for the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not when they were younger, but later on. Um, you know, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So. November 1972, Carolyn Owens becomes their babysitter. Um, They actually end up torturing her. They didn't kill her. 
she was hitchhiking and they kind of like picked her up on the side of the road. They asked her if she wanted to live with them, be a babysitter. I think she was kind of running away from home or something like that. Um, when she first moved in, she noticed that there was a lot of men obviously coming in and out of Rose's bedroom. One day Fred propositioned her for sex and she refused when he, when she did this, he hit her over the head and then she woke up and she was tied up with packing tape all over her head and her hands tied behind her back. So there were a lot of victims that these people should have went to prison a long fucking time ago. Let's just put it that way, but they didn't. It makes me very angry. <laughs> yeah. um, so there was a lot of people that actually escaped this place. And they would say that, yeah, Fred would put packing tape over your face and head, like, really tight. And then put a tube in your nose or your throat or your mouth yeah. so you could breathe. Um, these people escaped and they, like, they went to the police? Some of them did. Some of them didn't because they were maybe, like, prostitutes anyways. Yeah. So they didn't really... You know, think that but anybody would listen still, to them. Like they still didn't investigate. No, wow. Carolyn was sexually assaulted by Rose and Fred. Um, Fred told her that if she, that if you don't don't do what we tell you, we're going to bury you. You know, in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, when Rose left, this is a weird part, but again, this is something that Fred says when Rose left the girl. No, no, no. This is not something Fred says. The girl says this. Sorry, my bad. Um, Because she survived. She said that Fred started crying whenever Rose left and said that please don't tell anybody what we've done and we'll let you go. Um, You know, we don't want anybody to know what we're doing and blah, 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 blah. It was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, she promised that she would not tell anybody and she would return and continue to be their nanny. Obviously, she was lying just to get yeah. out of there because after they let her go, she actually went straight to the police um, and she told her mom as well. However, she was too scared to testify and the two were only fined and let loose. Because as we know, in rape cases, if the victim does not really testify or cooperate or anything like that, yeah. there's nothing they can do. Which is so stupid to me. Yeah, that's stupid. After this, it was when they realized that if they wanted to keep torturing women, they would actually have to kill them. And that's the thing with every because if they let them go, killer, they're going to get caught. Yeah. Every serial killer or rapist or anything like that—that's the thing because they like there's one time in every serial killer or something that the police don't do anything, like Jeffrey Dahmer, and they are just at the beginning of it. Yeah, and they like don't when he do went anything. To prison. <laughs> and then they do something worse. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys, do your job. Let's yeah. let's get this done with. Well, obviously, it's kind of like a trend now. I'm not saying that. I mean, every not everybody that's a rapist becomes a serial killer, but it's but, yeah. really it's connected. I mean, because they think you know, they and if they would have more, yeah, and if they would have looked into um, the death of his other two, well, previous wife and. That Anne girl that he was yeah. having relationships with. And also, with. if they keep raping, they're going to like, oh, this is going to get boring. I, I need to do something else. Because it's all yeah. about the thrill. That's, what's, that's what they want. Yeah. So, they did the killings in the basement where they would hang women for long periods of time, gag them, bind their hands behind their backs. Fred actually used... Um, 
hammers, knives, screwdrivers as torture devices. Mm -hmm. He was a construction worker, so anything that he had like on his construction site, he would use it in the basement as well. He would hang them upside down on hooks, which probably he learned whenever he was uh, working as a butcher. And once they were dead, he would actually engage in necrophilia with some of the bodies. And, of course, he did his M.O. where he would cut the fingers, kneecaps, and toes off of them. Which, like I said, we have no idea where those parts are today. No clue. Um, Rose would also partake in this as well. So, don't think that she was just like an innocent bystander just standing over there watching her husband be crazy. She would also do all these things. Mm-hmm. Once they were done with the bodies, they would dismember and bury them in the basement floor. One really messed up thing is that they started out in the basement and they didn't bury them initially. They just had the bodies on the floor, you know, just laying there and decomposing. Yeah. And then they kind of like brought concrete in and poured concrete over the bodies and made like a whole nother level to the floor, I guess you could say. And the bodies were underneath. And then they let their kids sleep down there. It was like their new bedroom. Wow. Yeah, because in some of the pictures, there's like drawings on the wall of like kids' drawings and stuff. It's really creepy. That's weird. It's also really not a place that kids need to be sleeping in. Because it, um, it, it, well, it's a concrete slab. Like, it's really dingy, dark, dirty. So, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, the known victims... Of these two, we'll kind of go over them a little quickly. Um, so, Caroline Cooper, she was killed in 1973. She was strangled and dismembered. Uh, Lucy Parton, I believe I said that right? Partington, something like that. She was kidnapped, tortured for several weeks before she was finally killed in 1973. 1974, they had two victims, Therese Singerthal and Shirley Hubbard. I suck at last names. Um, Therese was kidnapped in... She was hitchhiking to um, Ireland, I believe. So she... Yeah. She was hitchhiking to Ireland. Um, And then Shirley was killed also. Her body was actually found. Just her head was found. And that's one of the ones that they found. The tape and the tube. Like, sticking out of her mouth or nose, one or the other. They also murdered... So, several different people would, like, stay at this house, like, as lodgers. Kind of like a fucked up Airbnb type situation. (laughs) So, they would also murder different lodgers that would stay there. Um, One of the girls named Shirley Robinson, she was a prostitute for them. And she actually got pregnant with Fred's kid. And she tried to, like, kind of take over as, like, the the woman of the house, I guess you could say, and Rose wasn't having that shit, so she killed her, and they buried her body in the unborn child's body after they dismem- after he dismembered and buried him in the backyard. Um, the last confirmed murder that they would, that we know of, was Allison Chambers in 1975. It's the last one that we know of in the house, um, because the basement and the backyard at this point had gotten full of bodies, so they had nowhere mm-hmm. else to bury them. Um, however, there may have, they probably continued their crime spree 
and we're not really sure where those bodies are because these psychos don't get caught for another 19 years after this. I mean, they don't get caught until 1992, so they have a long-ass time to, like, stash bodies. Do you think maybe the reason he's cutting off their heads and their fingers is so they want to identify them? You mean the fingers and the toes? Oh, is he doing that? Fingers, toes, and kneecaps. He kneecaps. does cut oh. the heads off of some of them, yeah. Okay. But he buries them with them, so it does. I don't really yeah. get that. Okay. Um, I was trying to think maybe he's like teeth and everything, trying not to let them no, identify them. No, that would make sense if he didn't keep the heads near the bodies or around the bodies, but or just take the teeth. The out. toes. I mean, yeah. Even if, even if he's doing it because he. I mean, he's not smart. He's dumb. So maybe yeah. he thought, they can get fingerprints. So I'll just cut the, the fingers off. I don't know. But they still have dental records, dumbass. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, he later told police that, um, police and his son, actually, he told them after he was caught that there were, there was like a farm plot that he had bought that had over 20 bodies on it and maybe even more somewhere by some lake. Um, police weren't ever able to, to, like, figure out where this was, so they didn't know. Um, and he might have lied about it, but I don't see how they go all this time killing people, and then for, like, 20 years they just stop till yeah. they get caught in 1992. I'm pretty sure there was other victims. Now, they may have been other victims that maybe were, like, runaways or something like that. People didn't really know, so. Um, in 1986, Fred and Rose... Their daughter, Heather, she actually told someone about the abuse that they had suffered for almost 10 years. Good on her. They basically have most... They had, like, all their kids... Really disgusting. Like I said, they had all their kids engage in sexual acts together. They had the mom and dad were doing it with the kids. And then they also were, like, not helping them with the victims that they would have back down in the basement. But they would... um. Make them watch. Yeah. So, the friend actually told her parents, and this kind of started their downfall, I guess. Not really, because this was in um, 86, and they didn't get caught till 92. So, whatever. Rose then killed Heather, their own daughter, killed her, and buried her under the porch. Then in May 1992, Fred raped a friend of one of his daughters, and the police actually, like, um, got their head out of their ass, I guess, and decided to Finally. investigate. Yeah. yeah. Because also, also the social workers <laughs> were kind of like, huh, Heather hadn't been in school in seven years. Maybe we should investigate that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Seven years. Yeah, because she's dead. She died in 86, and they didn't get caught till 92. So, they didn't really... I, I mean, like, people maybe had kept, two weeks. I'd be yeah. like, hmm, wonder people where had she kept is. asking where she was, yeah. and nobody was really doing anything. Yeah. Oh so, any victims that they have between 86 and 92, they probably could have been saved because... They should have investigated that right away. Said um, something. Yeah. So. Even gone to the house and been like, hey, where is she? Yeah. <laughs> Hazel Savage was the investigator on this case. And she's pretty good at her job. Um, in August 6, 1992, they found a lot of, like, sexual toys in the house. BDSM stuff. Uh, videotapes. Even child pornography of some people said of their kids some people said it wasn't their kids it was 
maybe like some of the prostitutes' children's or something yeah. like that. Just a big like sex ring type thing. They arrested them uh, for rape of a minor, which was the girl that came forward and said that he had raped her. Mm-hmm. But the witnesses didn't testify again, so this kind of fell apart, or it was starting to fall apart. But Hazel was starting to investigate the disappearance of Heather at this time. So Good. it didn't really fall apart much. A lot of people said that Fred would make a joke with the kids. Like, even people in the neighborhood, they didn't know that they were doing this, but they were friends with them, and he would make all these weird sexual jokes, and it was kind of like, people were like, ha yeah, it's funny. Towards, and then like, just, kids and stuff? No, just, uh, well, one of the things he would say was, to the kids, he would say, don't mess up, or you'll end up like your sister Heather under the porch. And people just kind of laughed and thought he was joking. But where the fuck is Heather? Like, no no one's gonna... I'd be like, so where is Heather? I think he told people that she, like, went to work somewhere and, like, just worked a lot. How old was this Um, I think she was, like, 16 or 17, something like that. So she was older. But, yeah. I I don't know. It's weird. (laughs) I was just like, okay. Nobody's going to think that's a little suspicious. Like, yeah. He also was like your creepy uncle that mm-hmm. makes jokes about yeah. in- sexual stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, not your creepy uncle. I was talking about no, in general. Like, like, like <laughs> we a don't job, have a creepy like, uncle. We don't have one. Um, after God. two years of investigating, though, took her two years as Hazel lady. She finally got enough evidence um, from searching the house and searching under the porch. She found Heather's remains. And, um, like, they were where people said that this joke that he did was there. They also found three other bodies under the porch. And at this time, Fred kind of admitted that he had committed murders. He was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I did that. So, he said that Rose didn't have any involvement. She was never involved in anything. And she kind of played along with this. Um... They eventually, after the investigation is searching the house, they found all the bodies in the basement as well. So, during this time, they moved Rose to a safe house because they were, you know, digging up the basement and doing yeah. all this stuff. So, they moved her to a safe house, and when they put her in the safe house, they actually started recording her, and they didn't think that she knew, but obviously she knew. She was smart enough to know because... She would talk about Fred, like, I can't believe he's done this. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> Sorry. And, um, you know, like, uh, he disgusts me and all wow. this other stuff. Now so, she gets smart. Yeah. So then he had a court appearance. So when he goes to court, she's there. And he's kind of, like, trying to be loving to her and and. Mm-hmm. He wants sympathy, I guess. He wants her to be like, oh, Fred, I've missed you, you know? And she's not. She's just, like, giving him the cold shoulder. Like, she doesn't... She's pretending like she hates him. Like, you know, she's disgusted. kind of understandable because she, you know, you told the police she wasn't a part of this. And she's putting on an act. She's putting on an act, yeah. And we don't know. Like, maybe their thing was, if we ever get caught, I'm going to go down for this. You, you know, pretend like... You didn't have anything to do with it. But yeah. I guess he didn't want her to go to that extreme. I don't know. Whatever. So, after his court appearance and after he kind of, she kind of gives him the cold shoulder, um, he ends up hanging himself. He hangs himself while awaiting trial in 1995. 
from the ceiling with bed sheets. Wow. Yep. And so they figured out, like, looking at the bodies and everything, that um, I, I can't remember how many victims there were. I think there was 13 that they know of. Mm-hmm. They found some of the bodies that they found. They couldn't find all the body parts, like, so they couldn't identify them. Um, so, yeah, they would just leave these people down in the basement for however long. Um, and then they would have their kids come down there and they would even have their son, like, help them, uh, bury some of the bodies in the backyard. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to their children. I would be very interested to see what, you know, where the children are today. I didn't really look that up. But Rose West was eventually charged for the murder of 10 people. She was only charged after Fred died, which I thought was kind of weird. I, I don't know if they were just wanting someone to pin this on. So they... Yeah. But I think she eventually, like, confessed everything or whatever, or that she had involvement. And I think even the Did kids... Did they find the tapes? Did they tape anything of murder? They didn't tape any of the they murders. Sh- they just taped her prostitution. Oh, okay. Yeah, that she was doing. Which was still a crime in itself. But yeah. she was sentenced to prison and for life. And she's actually still there today. Mm-hmm. She's still alive today. So, yeah. That is the story of Fred and Rose West. I can't believe he killed himself. Like, dude. Really? Yeah. Over love, I guess. But how messed up is that? Like, he found all these... It's another case of, like, community... Like, yeah. I mean, people not doing anything. People not doing anything. And not everybody in the community, like, knew what they were doing. But I'm pretty sure everybody in the community probably could tell that they were doing something illegal. Because yeah. people were coming in and out of the house constantly. But nobody said anything. So, and I'm assuming probably prostitution over there at this time was illegal. Yeah. Um, I don't think you could run a prostitution ring in your house. <laughs> and especially have children in there. Um... And then also, like, people not doing, like, the cops and everything, not doing their job. Just, like, go see. Like, they don't want, it's like they don't want to, like, be rude. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. And I'm like, well, just step on them, sweetie. Yeah. Just step all over them. If they would have. save a life. Yeah. Step on those toes. Yeah. I mean, if they would have investigated. I think even Anne Marie, when she got raped by her mom and dad. Well, it wasn't her mom, but anyways, when she, when she, when they did that, she um I think like teachers even kind of noticed that she was like sitting weird and and cuz you know, she was yeah. in a lot of pain. Yeah. And um nobody said anything. You know, I I don't think she told them, you know, yeah, my my dad raped me, you know, but yeah. Still maybe ask a few questions, be like, "Hey, sweetie, are you okay? What's going on?" Yeah. Do you need to talk? I don't know if anybody did that, but whatever. This case is really messed up. And these people, I mean, I don't have any sympathy for these two, but I will say if they weren't raised the way that they were raised, this wouldn't happen. Definitely. Yeah. And It's messed up yeah. that they just, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. You just keep messing on people after Yeah, people. because I would love to know what their kids are like today. Yeah. I, 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 and I, I couldn't find anything about like their kids. And I one of those people who are determined not to let their future be like that anymore. You know? Yeah. I couldn't find anything about out about the kids. Um, 
Also, how so. many people did they kill? It was 13, but there may have been more. Yeah. Because they eventually found, you know, Anne uh, McFall and Catherine mm-hmm. and Charmaine, the ones that he had killed. There yeah. was also like six, four, four or six, I can't remember the amount of girls that went missing when he was working as a butcher in 1960 something and um they actually think that their bodies are buried under like where a highway is because he claimed that that was where he had buried some bodies of these girls um of course they didn't dig it up to see (laughs) i don't i don't know why um I guess because it was a main highway and they didn't want to dig it up to see if there was anything under there or not. Mess up. Maybe there was more bodies under there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a clue. But anyways, yes. That's the crazy story of these two. This lovely couple. Mm, Mm. Romance. (laughs) Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, the effed up version. The fucked up version. I just think it's crazy how people find people like that in life. And also, like, (laughs) I told Hannah... I was like, so Fred's dad had to find a wife that was okay with all of this sexual stuff going on with their children. Yeah. And she was okay with having sex with Fred. Which, by the way, people said he was like a super mama's boy and all this stuff. Well, I wonder why. And um, apparently that was the only son that she did that to. Like, that was the one that she picked, I guess. I don't know. And... um. Just weird, man. Just crazy. Like, how yeah. people can find people like that in the world. Be like, yeah. I want to do that. That yeah. sounds great. <laughs> so, anyways. um, If you guys enjoyed this episode, you can go ahead and give us a thumbs up or a like. Also, review us on Apple Podcasts. I think it's Thunder and Outside. Oh. <laughs> you kept hearing that. Um, I think there's Thunder. But anyways, you can review our podcast on Apple Podcasts and give us a review and comment um, anywhere where you're listening to this. If you want to comment on, I think, Amazon, maybe? Question mark? Or iHeartRadio? There's a bunch of different ones you can comment on. So, we like hearing from you guys. Also, I forgot to say this at the beginning. Well, I'll say it at the beginning of our next one, too. If you've made it this far, then listen up. So, (laughs) next Tuesday... Is going to be our 20th episode. And I said we were going to do something, um, you know, do something not fun, but whatever. Do something different. Do something different. So, for our 20th episode, we're going to start Tuesday and we're going to do a two part series on a serial killer. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it's going to be a good one. So, Tuesday and Friday, we're going to end the second part Friday. And then Friday night, we're going to do. Probably like a Q&A um, on Instagram. Yeah. So I'll also mention that at the beginning of our podcast next time. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're going to do a Q&A and I'll put all the information up. So if you're not following us on Instagram, make sure to follow us there. Like I said, you can go down the description and you can see our link and it'll take you to our Instagram. Um, so yeah. I guess that's it. So we hope that you guys have a fantastic day. We hope that you've had a good spring break if you've had spring break. And we hope that you continue to have a good weekend. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.